Hello, and welcome to the Unqualified Culinary Critics. We are a Vegas-based podcast that celebrates food and culture. Join us as we talk about our food and cultural experiences, and we do hope that these stories connect in some way to each one of you as well. We are here today to talk about warm foods. You know, it's starting to get pretty cold. Um, you know, winter is upon us. And, you know, there's certain things that you crave during that time. And because of the cold weather, obviously, people are going to crave warm foods, whether that's like a good stew, a nice hot chocolate, just those types of um, foods. So let's get this started. <laughs> Do you want to get us started, Ashley? Or should I? <laughs> uh, sure, sure, for a change. All right. <laughs> okay, so to start things out, the one thing that comes to my mind as I am about to reveal my go-to warm foods is French onion soup. And for those who don't know what French onion soup is, it's basically a, uh, it's not stew, but soup. There's like beef broth, or you can get creative if you're vegetarian, vegan. I think you can do vegetable broth as well. And then there's like uh, sautés or like caramelized onions. And then the bread, uh, like a sliced bread. And then I believe a baguette, but I could be wrong on that. And then they put like Swiss cheese on top. So it's really good. A uh, memory that I had of trying that would be when I was at a restaurant in a casino like over 10 years ago back. And uh, I never really heard of French onion soup back then. So I was like, I'll oh, just give it a try. And when I was served a dish, I really liked it. It was so good. So whenever there's French onion soup and on like a menu or I feel like eating it, I would just go for it. So it has that really good feel to it. Your stomach will be um, satisfied. You'll feel warm. I, I totally recommend it. So if any of you have never tried it before, I totally recommend it. Okay. Is there like a specific place that you go to that you think like, you know, really nails um, French onion soup or... Like, do you like making it yourself? Like, how do you prefer to to get it? Well, I like the restaurant's versions. Uh, mm -hmm. I think I've been to some gourmet places and um, they seem to nail it. But I haven't been to a lot of, um, well, uh, it's originally from France. So I haven't really been to a lot of uh, French places mm -hmm. in order to like give a good analysis. So I can, I unfortunately... I apologize, but I can just speak for the, the gourmet restaurants that I've been to, though. Mm -hmm. So the place that I went to is called Sovereto Steakhouse in South Point. And that was my first uh, time I tried French onion soup. Uh, there's another restaurant called the Capitol Grill. The one that I go to is in Fashion Show Mall because that's the only... There's no other location here in the Valley, so I just go to that sometimes. And they have really good French onion soup for that, too. Sometimes I'll have it at home. That's also good as well. If I had to pick a preference as to which one's better, like restaurant or at home, admittedly, I would pick the restaurants, but, you know, <laughs> home is easier because it's like mm -hmm. you can make it at home and it's a little more accessible instead of just going in the car and making a drive to wherever I want to get my food yeah. wherever I want, or wherever I want to get my uh, my soup to. So either way, I, I, I will admit I still pick the restaurants, but home is good as well. Yeah. No, I definitely get that. Um, Have you, you know, tried it before? Yes. I've only tried it a few times. Um, I don't remember where, but I know I have. 
um I don't know I like I like onions so <laughs> I don't know it's nice appealing to me and then like it's funny because um I don't like raw onion that much anymore but my mom says that when I was a kid I would literally hide like underneath the table and whenever she would be chopping up onions and she would go and do something else I would like come out <laughs> and eat mm-hmm. the chopped onion just like that <laughs> but um but yeah that's completely random just a little anecdote <laughs> um oh no you're good you're good but yeah um I I, I really like it too but I don't know like that just kind of reminds me um like with my family what we always make for like the warm season like winter and stuff is um pozole like that's even made during um Christmas and stuff you know it's just such a big part of Mexican culture I think um like I feel like you know if you're Mexican there's no way you're not going to have pozole <laughs> during the winter mm-hmm. you know it's really good I I really do enjoy it I don't really like eating it whenever I go out to like other Mexican restaurants and stuff just because I feel like no one can do it like my family you know <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. like like I'm just so used to um how my family makes it so that's like the only like really the only version that I really eat unless I'm at somebody's house you know I feel like as long as it's homemade it's gonna be amazing but yeah like pozole is pretty big during winter that's usually like the most like traditional dish that you'll see like um in a lot of like Mexican households it's you know I don't know. I feel like it's one of like the really good dishes that we have the most po- one of the our popular dishes, you know, it's just like maize. Um my family usually makes it with chicken. I know there's a lot of people, like a lot of um families that make it with pork. Um but my family's not that big on pork, so we always just make it with chicken. And then um I don't know if this is like true or not, but I remember a couple years ago like Somebody saying that the Aztecs would make pozole like to celebrate um what's called their their like when they would have sacrifices and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, you know, it's a very old dish. <laughs> Super traditional. And it's always made in like, you know, really big pots. We always make it in big portions. <laughs> That's good. Like besides the meat and the maize, what else do you usually put in your pozole? Just for like anybody who hasn't heard of it or who hasn't tried it before. Yeah, so unfortunately I can't say anything for the for the broth. I don't know what they put in it just because, you know, like I have mentioned a million times, I don't cook. Um <laughs> but like in the actual pozole you can put like onions, limes. Oh my god, pozole with lime is so good. Um we like putting avocado in it as well. You can put radishes just to give it like an extra crunch if you're into that. Um yeah, there's a lot of different like things you can put in it afterwards. And um it's still, you know, pretty good. I like I said, I always like putting um avocado and lime in mine and then another thing that you can put is like obviously like chili flakes, valentina, tapatio, that sort of stuff too if you want to make it like super spicy. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you it's like you kind of get like this base dish and then you get to kind of make it your own. Mhm. It's I don't know, it's pretty nice. 
And then it's always funny, like, whenever, you know, you're with family and everyone's arguing about, like, what the best thing to put on it is. Because <laughs> everybody has their own, like, taste buds, obviously. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've heard of it through Ian because he brought it up before, but mm -hmm. I never tried it. So I, I think that I would like to give that a try one day because that sounds pretty good. And, you know, given that I have a dietary restriction myself, I would probably want to do it in a way where... It's convenient for both my family and myself, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, like, I know you don't really eat pork either, but so, like, there's always the chicken option. That's the good mm. thing. <laughs> and, honestly, you can probably, you can probably eat it without pork, because I have, or without meat, um, it still has, it's still going to have the, like, you know, chicken broth and, like, that sort of stuff in it. So it's not, you know, vegetarian or vegan, but you don't necessarily have to eat it with the actual meat. Okay. The I feel like the maize and like the broth are the most important parts of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. I like maize, so and the broth of course will mm -hmm. keep the stomach warm and you'll feel warm, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are like the more important elements of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, do you have like any like traditional dish in your household that you guys um make during winter? I can't think of any at the top of my head it kind of sounds a little bit more it, what I'm about to say it sounds a little bit more um I, I guess more like standard Americanized dish but mm -hmm. I think even though I say that what I'm probably going to say will counter it because I believe that it's kind of universal and with that it's hot chocolate so mm -hmm. um I have family in the Philippines that grows um cacao and I've had the opportunity of trying that in the past and the cacao is really good i believe it's organic so i've um had the chance of trying it before and um at times we would have the hot chocolate we would have it with i believe some sort of milk or just regular dairy milk we would heat it up and um i'd say that that is a huge staple in the family because it keeps us warm it's um i don't know like homegrown Mm -hmm. Handgrown, uh, yeah, it's it's handgrown. So we would have that when it's like in the winter time. And it's a good way to like, uh, I guess it's a good in omega as well. But I I could be wrong on that. But I think that it's a really good kind of um beverage to keep one warm. And um, the cacao that we have, we don't have to put sugar in it because it's already naturally sweet. So mm -hmm. I I like to have that. Yeah, well, that seems like it's. Like, I mean, obviously, everybody has, like, you know, that, um, like, you know, I feel like, like you said, that that's a pretty common thing to do in the winter. But mm -hmm. I feel like for you, especially since you, like you said, your family grows it, that is, like, a traditional thing. Yeah. I feel like that that's, that's actually pretty cool, though, that, like, your family does grow it. And you guys get your own healthier version of it. <laughs> yeah, and, like, the, cor well, not, not always the corporates, but some, some corporates. They're not very healthy, but other places, I'm sure they have, um, they're very health conscious. Mm -hmm. So I'm really glad that they're, um, they're stepping up on that. But yeah, with the family, with my family's version, I, I, I like it a lot. There's no need for preservatives or natural flavors because technically, somewhat pun intended, it is naturally flavored. <laughs> you still have to put the extra stuff in it. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you understand where I'm coming from, but that's just me. Yeah. No, and I, that's honestly really cool. I'm like, 
kind of in shock in a good way that you know that your family grows cacao because that's such a cool thing <laughs> yeah but I, um mm-hmm. yeah. you can go ahead um i'll let you finish oh um no yeah like that's really really cool it also reminds me like we have our own like um i guess like traditional beverage too so there's like champurado which honestly i'm not a big fan of but that's like a really popular warm beverage in mexico and then there's atole and i'm a bigger fan of atole um atole is made out of like it's um what's called like the it's it's made out of masa like the atole is made out of masa um which is like the dough that you use to to make tortillas (laughs) and um Mm -hmm. it's really cool like you can have like because with champurado it's only like one thing it's like the it's like the chocolate it's like a chocolate atole. So champurado is technically an atole, but it's not, um, but not all atole is champurado. Does that make sense? <laughs> so like you're basically saying that it's like you prefer atole and it's like there's more of a chocolatey taste and feel to it compared to the champurado. If I'm saying it right, just just correct me, please. I don't know. Oh, the, the, the champurado is the chocolate based one. It's like a Mexican hot chocolate, which I'm not a big fan of, but um, there's atole, and then the champurado is a version of atole, but it's the chocolate version. Okay. Yeah, because atole has different, like, it's different flavors. So you can have, like, like my favorite atole is the guava atole that my mom makes, mm-hmm. just because guava is my favorite fruit. <laughs> And mm-hmm. yeah, so like that one's my favorite one. You can have um, different flavors of atole. Like um, you can do a vanilla, cinnamon, and like I said, the chocolate one. Um, but yeah, but it's like made out of um, the flour that you use to make tortillas. So it's pretty interesting because, you know, it's like, I don't know. Like every time I think about it, I just think it's weird. <laughs> Not weird, but it's interesting how it's made because it's like, oh, you can use this dough to either make tortillas or you can make a beverage you know yeah i mean at least it's edible at the end so mm-hmm. yeah pardon i'm slow as a learner so that's why I don't know. you're good i probably didn't explain it too well the first time but you're good you're good yeah there's there's different types so i feel like that's why i like atole more and then with like champurado it gets like it's the type of drinks where you have to be stirring them a lot because if not you get mm-hmm. like that um I don't know the word for it in English, but it's like a nata on top. Like, you know how it has like that, that like sometimes like drinks will get like that layer at the top if you don't stir them. Yeah, I I don't like that at all. (laughs) So, um, yeah, and I feel like with the champurrado for some reason, you get it more than with other versions of atole, which could just be like, you know, a me thing. (laughs) No, you're good. You're good. That's fine. Like, I never tried any of those drinks. I'm willing to give it a try. Mm-hmm. So I don't have an opinion. So I'm just like letting you say. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, atole is good. I know a lot of people really like champurrado. I actually don't think I ever really had champurrado until I was like a teenager because my family prefers just making different versions of atole, not really the, the champurrado. Because, yeah. 
Like I've had like cinnamon atole, the guayaba atole. You can make like just regular corn atole since that's like the masa that they use. Mm-hmm. It's it's more versatile. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What's another warm food or beverage? <laughs> well, I think that anything hot and warm that will keep me um healthy and of course warm and also like satisfied because I ate that dish. I think that's like a good way of it being a warm dish in general. Like whether mm-hmm. it's I don't know like soup in general or coffee or tea. That's something that I um would go for. But another dish that I would say, and I just started trying this recently. Like I believe in January or maybe even sooner. And I apologize if I'm mispronouncing this, but it's called avgolomono, and it's a Greek uh, soup. So it's a traditional chicken soup with rice and lemon. And the first time I had that was at Meraki in mm-hmm. um, here in, of course, here in the valley. So mm-hmm. it's really good. I think it's a good dish to um, keep people warm. Obviously, because you know it's a hot soup. Mm-hmm. There's chicken, like I just said, and I, I like it because you know I like the ingredients. There's no pork in it. There's um they they make it so well, and it, there's a really um lemony taste to it. And I um this is making me hungry as I speak, but <laughs> I I just it. yeah of course you know. But I really like it. It's a good soup. I totally recommend it. I don't know much about this dish entirely other than just like reading the menu off of Meraki telling me that, you know, it's um it's traditional, it's something that they would eat. But, you know, I, I would go back there again and just like have it when it's cooler and mm-hmm. not so hot. But yeah, you know, I, I, I totally dig it. It's a good soup. Yeah. So it's like um one of those things that you can eat despite the weather. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be cold or winter. Yeah, I prefer to eat it in the winter because, mm-hmm. like, it's a, um, you know, it's when it's cold here, you know, it can be really, really cold. Yeah. So just having that soup is, like, a boost. Yeah. I don't know if um your family would do this or, like, anybody else, like, any other cultures really do this. But, I mean, they probably do. But I feel like, <laughs> I don't know, because I, I know I've had, like, other friends who are Mexican also comment on this. But, like... I always think it's funny whenever it starts getting really warm, like during the summer and stuff, just because like my mom will still make like pozole or like, you know, caldo de res or like, you know, it's a, like a really heavy, like warm stew, <laughs> even during the summer. I think we do do that sometimes. It's really based on if we crave it or not, you know, because mm-hmm. like there are times where I'll eat the, the soup and I think I have might have had it when it was getting warmer, too. But just when I first tried it, it was in the winter time. But and I mean, it's fine, you know. It's nothing really weird about that. It's just really depending on what the person wants that day, you know. Mm-hmm. So I I don't have like any issues with that. Yeah, no, I just think it's funny because there's like, um, people have even started making memes because <laughs> it's <laughs> like, oh, it's a hundred degrees outside now. Time to make some menudo. Time to make some pozole. <laughs> yeah, and it's like those will just make the heat worse <laughs> just make you feel warmer yeah um, i mean just have the air conditioner on while you're eating yeah it, and then you'll feel like you're in the winter time again kind of solves the problem a bit <laughs> yeah that's true um i mean obviously 
the episode we're doing and what we're talking about is like for foods during the winter. But I don't feel like there's ever really a limit for when you can eat these foods. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously just eat them whenever you want, whenever you're craving them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like another traditional food that we eat, again, um, I just mentioned it, menudo. And I feel like I've talked about menudo before because it's a very like hit or miss dish. Like people either really, really love it or really, really hate it. Regardless, it's perfect for the winter. That's usually when my family makes it. Like we don't eat it that often, but when we do, it's it's in the winter. It's during like Christmas time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, in case people don't remember or know what it is, it's um, it's like pozole, so it has maize in it. But the like main ingredient, the main star is um, cow intestines in it. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's like some people really don't like that. I personally do like menudo, so I'll, I'm down with it. <laughs> um, yeah, we have like menudo and then I feel like, you know, this isn't really like a stew or anything like that, but like tamales. That's like a nice warm meal that we usually will um, have during winter time. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I know usually people, whenever they think of um, winter foods, they think of like stews and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, tamales. And then obviously those, you can put whatever you like in them. It's all up to you. There's savory tamales where you can put like, you know, chicken mole that sort of stuff and then savory or sorry not savory sweet tamales i'm not honestly i'm not a big fan of sweet tamales like my mom will make like um tamales that are made like tamales de fresa so like strawberry ones and then there's piña ones and then they make some like my tia will make some raisin ones but i hate raisins so (laughs) i really don't like those um Yeah, you know, I just feel like tamales are super, super versatile. And they're always, you know, like something that we'll make on Christmas. Um, Yeah, they're very good. (laughs) Have you ever had tamales? Yes, they're like one of my favorite dishes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel just, I feel like anything wrapped in dough is perfect. (laughs) Like, you know, any type of food that's wrapped in dough, like whether it's tamales, dumplings, gyoza, like, you can never go wrong. <laughs> For sure. I agree. Any last words? Any last dishes that you want to mention? I think my last dish would be the sticky rice that we would have. Sometimes you would have it on the holidays or whenever we feel like it. But mm-hmm. for some reason during the holidays, this is sticking out to me. So we would have a uh, kind of like a Filipino style without the leaves dough, sticky rice. And I mean, I'm, I also would eat it sometimes during dim sum, but because I haven't been to dim sum in a while, I have been eating the Filipino style more at home just because of COVID and stuff. But um, sticky rice, you know, it's, you gotta have some good rice. Uh, I don't know what entirely what kind of rice that a lot of people would use, but I know at my house, we would have, um, I think the sushi rice, but I could be wrong. We would go to like a, uh, here we would go to Seafood City just to get the rice because there's like a specific kind, um, jasmine or basmati. They're not really sticky, so um, we would have to get something else in order for it to work out. 
but I like savory stuff. I'm not really into sweets entirely, but my mom would make both the sweets and the savory sticky rice. So I believe she would just bake it. I think there's coconut milk in it, either in both of ours, or she just puts it in the sweet one. And then what I would do was I would put soy sauce on it because that's like how I would eat sticky rice in general. Maybe not too much soy sauce, but it's good soy sauce overall. And um, I would just eat it and it's just really good. So um, I, I totally like that. I recommend it. I think the way that uh, people can make it, it's really just um, it's really their preferences. And I think it's also depending on what recipe that they use, where they get it online or in a cookbook or wherever it's um. It's really something, it's like a comfort food as well. So I, I endorse it. Mm-hmm. So you said that- Have you tried? No, I actually haven't. And I'm curious now because you said that it's, um, what's it called? That there's the sweet and savory kind? Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I didn't know that there was different kinds. There is. Is there like other stuff that, like, is it, is it just like rice or is there other stuff that you add- into it i know you said like coconut milk and stuff like that but like can you add like um fruit or something <laughs> so when i would go to dim sum mm-hmm. i know for a fact that they put pork in it and i try to stay out of that mm-hmm. but they put eggs in it too and mm-hmm. i i would go for that but that's what i know i don't know if they put anything else besides those two elements but it really depends on how the person cooks it and i mean they're going to steam it and then because you need to steam it in order for it to um in order for it to turn out to be good that sounds like it sounds like it can be something super like personal oh yeah 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 <laughs> maybe maybe during the holidays i'll give you like a sample of both when yeah we're done so that you can give it a try yeah i would really appreciate that <laughs> Yeah, so... That's all I have to say for me. Okay. So, I feel like we've gone through all the stuff that... All the warm foods that we usually eat during the during the holidays. All our favorite traditional foods. Um, so, if you guys have any of those, let us know down in the comments, of course. Make sure to follow us on our Instagram at Unqualified Culinary Critics and Twitter at UNQCUL. C-R-I-T. And please let us know. Um, we'll, you know, we'd love to hear about your guys' traditions and what you guys love to eat. So hit us up on there. Hope you guys have a wonderful holiday season. And make sure you're eating lots of warm, delicious food. All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.